Hey everyone, this is Malka Assad, a plastic surgery resident, and in this video, I will share with you five mistakes that you should avoid if you're taking dedicated time to do research. This advice comes from my three years experience doing clinical research, one year at the Mayo Clinic and two years at MD Anderson Cancer Center, and I wanted to make this video to share with future applicants who are looking to do research in the US so they can avoid these mistakes and make the best use out of their research time. Before we start, make sure to check my research course in which I summarize my research experience to help you get a research project from the idea to publication. And this research course is designed for beginners, even those who don't have any idea about research. If you want to learn about the research course, you can check that in the cards above and in the description below. And feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions about the course. And now, let's get started. The first mistake that some researchers make when they're doing research is that they like to work by themselves and not be part of a team. And this could be either because they like to work by themselves, they don't like to be part of a big group, or because they feel threatened or afraid from helping other applicants in the same lab and these applicants would compete with them on the same residency spot. In my opinion, this is a big mistake for several reasons. The first one, if you're working by yourself and you're not part of a team, you would decrease your productivity. So you won't have as many projects, as many research experience, as many publications, as if you worked and helped others and let others help you with your research project. The second thing is that your mentors will realize that you don't like to be part of a group. You don't like to work with others. And remember, residency or fellowship, it's always about teamwork. You can't function on your own in residency. You need medical students, PAs, nurses, faculty, residents, fellows. So one key of success in residency is being part of a team. So if you can show during your research time that you can be a successful team member and team player, that will also reflect on the selection when they choose a resident. So they would probably pick somebody who can be a better team player than someone who can just publish papers on their own. So in my opinion, even if the other researchers, other research fellows, other research trainees are also applying for the same residency position that you're applying to, remember that there are several spots. There is not only one spot that one applicant will take. And even if you are not successful taking the spot at this institution you're working at, there are multiple institutions out there. If you take the position of, I'm going to work by myself, not involve anyone in my projects, and the other researchers did the same, you all, all of you will get less projects and less research experience. So that would impact everyone negatively. While on the other hand, if you help each other, all get more projects, more research experience, that will help build a better CV for everyone in the lab, everyone in the team, and that would increase everybody's chances in matching. My philosophy has always been to involve others with my projects and try to help others with their projects because that can lead to different insights, different ideas that you can bring to the projects and also increase your productivity and your experience. The second mistake that I see researchers do when they're taking dedicated time to do research is that they don't work as hard as they usually do in medical school or in residency. Some people think that research is a vacation time or a time that you don't have to work as hard. And in my opinion, this is another big mistake because you will realize in research, usually your mentor will not push you to work too much or work so hard. You have to push yourself. You have to prove to your mentors that you're hardworking, you're self-driven, you're self-motivated to finish your projects. So if you're doing research, and especially if you're applying for a competitive program or a competitive residency, make sure to set your standards. You have to set the bar high and you have to work as hard as you can so you can get the best research experience 
make the best use out of the available resources and work as hard as you can. The third mistake I want to talk about today is running one single project at a time and not doing anything else on the side. The disadvantage of running one single project at a time is that once you finish your part, you have to wait for others to finish their part. For example, if you were collecting data for a project and you finish the data collection, you sent it to the statistician. Now the statistician needs time for them to do the analysis and that might take a week or two or even three. And during that time, you have nothing else to work on. If you are not working on multiple projects at the same time, you would just be waiting for these three weeks, not making use of that time, which is very valuable during research. So that's why my recommendation to you is to involve yourself in multiple projects at the same time. So when you are sending your paper to your mentor or you're sending IRB submission or you're submitting the data to the statistician and you're waiting for them to respond, you would be working on something else, making the best use of your time so you can optimize your productivity. You have to always remember that publications don't happen overnight. Research takes time. From the time you submit your paper to a journal until it gets accepted, it might take six months or seven months or even a year if the paper was accepted for the first journal you submit to. Also remember the time it's required for IRB submission, collecting the data, writing the paper, analysis, submission. All these things take so much time. That's why you want to optimize your productivity and have multiple things going on. And by the end of the first year, you would have multiple projects accepted instead of one. The fourth mistake that I find so many researchers make is that they focus too much on the quantity of the publications rather than the quality. Although the quantity is important, program directors like to see numbers on your CV, but they also like to see quality. So don't focus too much on the numbers and make your CV full of case reports, viewpoints, review articles, and not have original research. You have to have a good balance between the two. So have good quality of papers, impact, high impact factor of journals, high impact papers, papers that would make a difference in the medical field or at least add something new, uh, good study designs rather than just case reports, viewpoints, communications, and small case series. Maybe in the beginning of your research time, you won't have so many opportunities of big projects, but as you advance in your research, you'll start getting these opportunities. So keep some small projects that would keep the quality high, but also have projects that would have high impact, but definitely would take more time to finish. And the final mistake, which is the most important one, is the right setting for research. And by right setting, I mean the specialty you're doing research in, the institution, and your mentor. And let's start with the specialty. Sometimes I see applicants applying for orthopedic surgery and they do research in neurosurgery. Remember the reasons why applicants, they do research before they apply to residency is multiple folds. The first one is that they want to learn more about the specialty that they're applying to. Also, they want to establish connections within the specialty and finally get research experience in general. So when you're doing research in neurosurgery, you're not learning about orthopedic surgery. When you're doing research in neurosurgery, you're not establishing connections within neurosurgery. You're learning about research, which is great and better than doing nothing. But the ideal scenario is to do research in the specialty you're applying to. So you establish connections with people from the specialty you're applying to. You learn more about the specialty and you contribute to the specialty you're applying to. The second factor is the institution. You have to look whether this institution you're applying to has the infrastructure to support your research. For example, if you're looking to do basic science research in certain cell type or certain tumors, you have to see whether this institution has the patient volume, has the labs, has the capacity, the funding to support your research. Also, if you're looking to match into residency in this institution, 
you have to look at historically whether they've taken somebody who has same characteristics as you for example medical school or scores or research so these are important factors when deciding on the institution and finally your mentor which is the most important part of everything we talked about because your mentor will decide how much research experience you'll gain during your research time the skills that you will develop outside research and also support you in your residency application so you have to decide whether your mentor is the best fit for you and I hope there was one recipe for finding the best mentor but it varies based on your personality based on the specialty institution type of research you're interested in so all these factors play a role into choosing the best mentor and you have to evaluate that during the interview that you have prior to committing to a research position if you need any advice finding the mentor that would best help you achieve your goal you can reach out to me and schedule an advising session through the website that I will leave the link in the cards above and in the description below so in summary dedicated research time is an amazing time to establish your connections build your research skills learn about the specialty you're applying to but there are so many things that go wrong during this research time if you have any advice that I or any of the viewers can benefit from make sure to leave it in the comments below and if you're interested in learning more about research how to conduct research studies how to take a research idea to literature review to building the variable list manuscript writing submission and revision make sure to check out my research course in which I summarized my three years of research clinical experience if you find any value in this video make sure to hit the like button share it with your colleagues subscribe to the channel and hit the bell sign so you get notified whenever I post future videos on my youtube channel if you have any questions make sure to leave them in the comments below or feel free to reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter at Malki Asad or my Facebook page Malki Asad MD. Thank you everyone so much for watching and see you in future videos. Peace.